Hi guys, it's me, Lindsay Pinchuk, host and founder of Dear Found Her. And before we get into today's episode, I have some exciting news. You've asked and I'm answering. We're taking Dear Found Her live for some much anticipated networking events starting this fall. We'll be kicking things off where I live in Chicagoland with the goal to add more cities to our lineup in 2024. Our events will be free. You just have to be a female founder, but you'll have to RSVP. So make sure you get on our list so that you are the first to know when registration goes live. Space is limited. The link's in the show notes. I can't wait to meet you. Dear Founder, as you know, there's no blueprint for entrepreneurship. You wear so many hats, you burn the midnight oil, you pour your heart and soul into everything that you do. But without a doubt, the journey is worth every single second that you put into it. I'm Lindsay Pinchuk, host of the Dear Founder podcast. I say this because I've lived it for over a decade. I started my first company with $500 in my pocket and a baby in my belly. I grew it and I sold it all. This podcast is my weekly letter to you. We'll talk all things starting, growing, nurturing, and in some cases, even selling a business. Together with some of my closest contacts, I'm here to help you find your own success, whatever that means to you. The ride as a founder is the ride of your life. So come on in and join me for another episode that will get you one step closer to reaching your own founder goals. Welcome back to another episode of Dear Founder. Last week, we hosted our first live Founder Friday, a casual get-together for female founders and entrepreneurs, which turned into a jam-packed room of over 40 amazing women here outside of Chicago. Upon registration, I asked everyone what their biggest pain points were, because for me, having these women in the room, I wanted to make sure we were addressing whatever it was that we could to help them. After reading through all of their registration forms, there were two things that kept coming up time and time again. They were number one, client acquisition and marketing, which we talk a lot about here and we will continue to do so. And the second is time management. So I'm going to bring you into last week's event and share with you the suggestions and advice from this amazing group of women and that which I shared as well. But before we get into today's episode, I'm your host, Lindsay Pinchuk. And for those of you who are new around here, I've been building brands for nearly 25 years. And then I started my own company back in 2010 with just a $500 investment. I grew that business to reach 3 million users per month across multiple platforms and generate seven figures in revenue for six years straight. I didn't have a marketing budget and I started my community from scratch. I built this company through practical cost-effective organic marketing strategies. This was all before I led that company's acquisition to a large agency holding company in 2019. Two years later, I exited with one goal, to support other female founders and businesswomen through their own entrepreneurial journeys. This podcast is the information and support I wanted and needed when I became an accidental female founder and I had no one. Make sure that you never miss an episode by following us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. On Apple Podcasts, all you have to do is go to the Dear Found Her podcast homepage and click that plus sign in the top right-hand corner. You'll never miss an episode again. Okay, so let's get down to business. 
As I said, last week I hosted our first Found Her Friday live event. And truth be told, I was really fucking nervous, like really nervous. And I know that for some of you, that probably sounds crazy because prior to my 2.0 now, when I was running Bump Club, I hosted over, I don't know, 2,000 events, close to 2,000 events in uh, almost a decade. But I felt a little rusty. I hadn't stood up in front of a live event since February of 2020. And sure, you hear me here all the time, but running an event and being on live and in person, it's just different. But it went off without a hitch and I couldn't be more happy, more relieved, and more proud of what we accomplished last Friday together. We had an amazing group of over 40 women who could not have been more generous with their own advice among each other. Truly, it was only our first event. And if this is what was first, I can't wait to see what's to come. So I asked on the registration form, like I said earlier, what the biggest pain points were among this group, because it was really important to me that we were covering topics that related to them and could help them. And like I said, two issues kept coming up over and over. They were being said a little bit differently, but over and over, it was getting new clients and marketing and promotion and awareness, which as you know, we talk about here all the time. And of course, I will continue to do right here and on my Instagram at Lindsay Pinchuk, and then also time management. So today we're going to tackle the latter because I want to bring you into the fold of the conversation we had on Friday. I think there were so many amazing suggestions that were given amongst this group, and there's no reason that just because you weren't there, you can't be a part of the conversation. So first things first, I want to ask you the same questions that I asked this group on Friday. I want to ask you, who feels stretched? Who feels like their to-do list is so long you can't get through anything? Who's just overwhelmed? I will tell you, every hand in that room shot up. And at first it was tentative. But when everyone saw that they weren't alone and others were in the same boat, everyone was raising their hand. And that's why I'm sharing this with you. You are not the only one who feels this way. Many of our attendees and you listening tell me all the time that time and time management is what you're struggling with most. And as a female founder, an entrepreneur, a small business owner, that comes as no surprise. You are doing so many different things at once. It's no wonder. And I will tell you, I am in this boat too. I too feel overwhelmed very often. I too am constantly feeling like I can't get through my to-do list. You are not alone in this. So while I wish that I could give you 10 more hours in the day, I can't. But what I can do is first share a few tips that I've learned over the years from my own experiences. And then I'm going to go into sharing 11 tips from the many amazing women that um, were at our event last Friday. So some of these tips that I'm going to share with you also came from Founders Under Found Her, and you will hear me say that when I, when, when I share one. So even if you apply none of this, I will share here what I shared on Friday, that I hope that you walk away from today's episode knowing that you're not alone in this, that it is a struggle with so many founders and you are not alone. And that is really a lot to, to I think, digest. And I think a lot of us need to hear that. So Number one, time block. 
put everything in your calendar. This is something that you hear me say kind of a lot because I, I do say it a lot. I put everything in my calendar from picking up my kids to my appointments, anything that my husband has to be at, and then work stuff. And also with work stuff, I block out, like I'm going to work on X client from this time to this time. I'm going to record a podcast from this time to this time. I block everything out on my calendar and I follow it like it is an appointment. And this is really important when it comes to those personal things, those personal things that you know you can cancel or move or whatever. Don't do that. When I pick up my kids from school, I'm not on a call ever. That's a boundary I set and we're going to get into boundaries in a minute, but that's a boundary that I set with my clients and I, I pick them up so that I can see them and spend time with them and hear about their day, even if they don't want to talk to me. But it is really important that you put everything on your calendar and stick to it. Number two, this, this kind of segues into number two, protect your calendar. And this was actually brought up by Dr. Becky Kennedy, who is a very well-known psychologist that if you have young kids, you probably live and die by her advice. But when she was on Dear Founder, she said, protect your calendar, P-Y-C. And she gave the example of every week she has a standing workout and breakfast date with a group of her girlfriends. And she said there are a lot of times that people in on her team or outside of her team want to schedule things during that time, and she doesn't allow it. She protects her calendar. So it's so important that as you're putting things on your calendar, you do not let people infringe on those special times, especially when those times have to do with you. Number three, ask for help. Utilize your resources, okay? Number one, carpool. We talked a lot about this on Friday because there were a lot of moms in the room. And I myself, when I moved to the suburbs, was like, oh my God, what is this carpooling? Because in the city, we didn't really carpool because people just kind of live too far apart from each other. Carpool. Try to set up as many carpools as possible. It will help you so much just to know that your child is taken care of when you have to give the ride, etc. Carpooling is so key, especially as your kids get older and they start having more activities. Ask neighbors or friends for play dates, especially if you know these friends don't work because you know they'll be around, but don't forget they're helping you too and you will have a moment to help them back. But don't be afraid to ask for playdates and ask for your kid to go to someone's house. When someone asks me if their kid can come to my house, I'm thrilled because I know that even if I can throw them in the, on the trampoline in the backyard or throw them in the basement to watch a movie, that they will have each other. And especially if your kids are of age where they are self-sufficient, it makes life so much easier. Also with asking for help, your team isn't just your work team. Okay. So your team is anyone who helps you. It can be a housekeeper, your childcare, Instacart. Like if you don't have time in the day, order your groceries, pay that extra $15, $20. It's a lifesaver. Once you set up the cart, all you have to do is reorder it over and over again. And it makes your life a lot easier. But what resources can you utilize to make your life easier and reach out and ask for help? And then also with this asking for help, if you can outsource. So I know not everyone's in that situation, but if you can hire someone for freelance on a freelance basis or project-based, or like me, you can get a virtual assistant. I have two, and each of them does very specific things for me. Hi guys, it's me, Lindsay. 
So many of you reach out and ask me how you can work with me and how I can support your business. So I figured I'd simply tell you right here. Since leaving the company I founded and sold, I've helped dozens of companies, big and small, build their organic marketing strategies through my signature method, Sweep. Sweep utilizes social media, your website, emails, events, partnerships, and publicity to generate and execute cost-effective, community-centric marketing strategies to ignite your brand. Big companies hire my do-it-for-you services where I build your strategy and work with your team to implement it or find you the right resources to do so. I also offer limited do-it-with-you services where I guide you along the process of doing it yourself. You can also bring me into your company for a keynote address or a workshop to help your team level up and ignite your brand. If you're looking for that added layer of guidance, please reach out. There's a link in my show notes. Book a call with me and let's see how we can work together. I can't wait to meet you and to learn about your business. Now back to the show. Okay, so these were my tips on Friday. And then I opened it up to our amazing attendees who shared some of their own tips, which I want to share an attribute here. All right. First things first, um, Jennifer Luby from Dayhouse Coworking suggested to use chat GPT to help you brainstorm. So she said this has been a game changer for her. She has a very lean team. And in terms of writing emails or in terms of just ideating on what to post, this has been a game changer. We all agreed though that chat GPT is just for ideation. You really have to get into the content that it spits out and put your own touch and spin on it so that it sounds like it is coming from you. You just you just really only want to use it as a foundation, not to put out whatever it is that it's giving to you or else it really does look automated. The second tip was to get into the habit of using Calendly. So this automated, automatic calendar software plugs into all of your calendars and it allows you to decide which time you want to share. So when someone wants a meeting, all you have to do is give them your Calendly link. This is actually how I book podcast guests. And this was the suggestion of Jessica Marar, who is the director of the Dragonfly Foundation here in Chicago. The third tip that was given was from Heather Reddish, who is the talent maven. And she said that you should set your do not disturb on your phone, that people do learn to adhere from it when they see it. And I followed up actually on this by suggesting that you turn off your notifications, that when you're in a meeting or you're with your family, you don't want to be distracted. You want to stay in the moment. And as I said before, you want to protect that calendar. Number four, Ellie, Ellie Ander, founder of the Chicago North Shore Moms, had a really good one. She said, you have to learn how to say no. And we talked about this last week here on the podcast. We did a whole episode about it. But I want to reiterate it, and I want to thank Ellie for saying so at our event. Saying no and really learning how to do this and weighing your time against your return can do wonders for the amount of time that you have free for yourself. Number five, group your calendar by what you're doing that day. So make sure that you're in the mindset and not switching back and forth. For example, don't go from interviewing for a podcast to coaching a client and back. Instead, group your calendar strategically so that you can get the most out of what you are doing in the moment. This was a suggestion from Stephanie Hand, who is the founder of On Hand Executive Services. Number six, when it comes to your kids and attending their activities, Mara Smith, founder of Inspiro Tequila, shared a tip that she heard Tracy Halama, former CEO of Vital Proteins and past year founder guest, share on a recent podcast. Tracy said, 
to work with your kids to group their activities into A, B, and C activities. The A's are the activities that you will always be at. The B's you will sometimes be at. And the C's you will never be at. Set the boundary with them ahead of time so that they're not disappointed. Number seven, speaking of boundaries, Jacqueline Latsoff of Latsoff Malk Realty suggests setting boundaries with clients and letting them know. For example, she tells her clients she won't take calls after a certain time. In the past, she had taken calls at all hours. So set your boundaries and stick to them. Number eight, and while Jacqueline shared about setting boundaries with clients, Michelle Heffman, founder of Best Light Collections, reinforced that you have to also set boundaries with your family. She recently went back to work for herself, and now there is a shared to-do list for her family to conquer together because she simply can't do it all. Number nine, Aaron Krieger, principal of Zebedee Creative, suggests a, quote, cave day where you have tunnel vision and you focus on one thing that you're working on to get done. Number 10, Megan Kata, founder of Unwind Coaching, suggests to keep a running list of books, music, podcasts, etc., and set an afternoon to plow through as much of it as possible. And number 11, if you're creative, you want to set aside time to get into your creative space. Don't limit yourself by not giving yourself that time, even if you have to block it out. And this came from Jennifer Babe, founder of Jarbar Makeup. So this was the first Found Her Friday, and it was very successful. If you think that this was a lot of information, you didn't even hear the second part of the conversation. Even if you can't make our events, I will continue to share what goes on at them, and I'd love to hear your time management tips and your responses to what we share here. So feel free to share them on Instagram and tag me at Lindsay Pinchuk or at Dear Founder so that I can share them too. That's what Dear Founder is all about. It's about sharing and helping so that we can all achieve greater success. As I work to ramp up Founder Fridays in the Chicago area and in other cities across America, make sure that you sign up to be notified when an event is going to hit your area. Click the link in my show notes and get on that list. Information will be sent there first. Before I say goodbye for today, I just want to share that you guys have no idea how much it means to me when I see a rating or review from one of you on Apple Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts or really anywhere. Last week, Lainey414 shared, quote, I've been listening to a bunch of episodes and I have I have to mention just how much I enjoy them. While I'm not an entrepreneur, I've been fascinated by the stories and the deep dive into how they started and what it looks like to get there. And Lindsay is a fantastic interviewer. It seems easier than it is, but I know how hard it is to actively listen and respond in the moment. She's had some amazing people on, some that I had never heard of, and now I'm really interested in following. This is a very engaging podcast, Lindsay. Thank you so much to Lainey414 for sharing. I appreciate you being here, listening, and giving such awesome feedback. So if today's episode strikes a chord with you, it would mean so much to me if you left a rating or review of your own. Just click the link in my show notes, www.ratethispodcast.com forward slash dear found her, and you can rate or review us wherever it is that you podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening and stay tuned because we have another incredible interview with another amazing woman coming your way this Thursday.